You're listening to Inside the House on the Mitchell Talks Network. Hello and welcome to this edition of Inside the House. I'm Scott Mitchell. Support for this podcast is provided by the Oklahoma State Medical Association, committed to improving the health of Oklahomans by fighting childhood obesity, reducing tobacco use, and increasing access to quality health care throughout the state. Discover more at okmed.org. My guest this week is House Appropriations and Budget Vice Chairman Kyle Hilbert. I talked with Vice Chairman Hilbert in the midst of budget presentations by the leaders of the state's largest agencies. He explains how the effort is progressing to make agencies more accountable to taxpayers. Even the constitutionally created agencies that are often accused of wasteful spending. Plus, he discusses progress on the new Legislative Office of Fiscal Transparency, or LOFT. This week is the third year that we've done this. We brought in the top five appropriated agencies to have joint hearings on the House floor with the House and Senate. Um, 78% of our state's appropriated budget goes to the top five agencies. So we're hearing from the State Department of Education, um, State Regents for Higher Education, Department of Human Services, Transportation, and then we're also want, we're also hearing from um, Healthcare Authority and OMS, Office of Management Enterprise Services. They're not in the top five, but they um, have their fingers in pretty much every agency. So we felt it was important to add them to the top five. For a lot of these people, for for instance, the the new director at OMS, Director Harp, he's only been on the job about a week, and so uh, we have a lot of new agency directors, not just in the top five, also others had a recent change of the Department of Mental Health. For for some agency directors, you know, still. Uh, getting their feet on the ground, but we're, we're digging in the numbers to see, uh, you know, what's the most efficient use of our tax dollars. Well, I'm just in my second term, so I can't speak too much for too far in the past, but I know our priority with the membership is we want to have a bottom up approach of every member of the House of Representatives has a say on that. And, um, every member is on either a subcommittee for appropriations or the full committee for appropriations and really digging into those agencies that that they oversee on their subcommittee and reporting that up to their subchairs and to Chairman Wallace and myself on what the priorities need to be and and really dig in and see, uh, well, maybe this is a program that they've done in the past that we don't need to do anymore. Maybe this is an efficiency or maybe this is an area where we do need to add more funding and investment um, in something that's working. Governor Stitt during his campaign wanted to be a top 10 state. That was kind of the things he talked about a lot was wanting to look at data and look at national metrics and how do we get to be top 10 and, you know, fill in the blank area. And uh, also, I think with the big turnover we've had, obviously in the executive branch, but also in the legislative, where I came in with 30 plus members three years ago, and now we've got a freshman class of 46 members. The answer of, well, that's the way we've always done it, isn't a good answer anymore. Uh, Just because it's the way it's always been done doesn't mean that's all the way that it always needs to be done. I do believe we're seeing in the budget requests a difference from what we've seen in the past, whereas, you know, it's very easy for agency directors to get in their silos. And instead of looking at what's best for the state of Oklahoma as a whole, looking at what's just best for their particular agency. And I think what we're seeing now is people being more team players. I mean, we actually have agencies in their budget requests that requested less money than what they'd got in previous years. That's something that you never see in the legislative process and the budgeting process. And so I think we're already seeing a breath of fresh air in, in that regard. 
it, it is more challenging with the constitutional agencies, and I think it's important for listeners to know uh, we have the longest constitution in the English-speaking world. If you've never taken a look at it, I encourage you to do that. Go download our state constitution and take a peek at it. But but it is more challenging because we don't have as much control over their policies. But it's important to know that the legislative branch still controls the purse strings. So um, a lot of these constitutional entities, uh, like state regions for higher education, while they're constitutional and have certain protections, they do still have to come back to the legislature for money. And uh, if if we ask them to do something and uh, they could choose not to do it because they're a constitutional entity, but that's something we'll remember next year when the budget cycle comes back around. Loft is incredibly important because it provides uh, an, another layer of oversight that's incredibly important because the way state government works right now in terms of the budgeting process. In a lot of ways, we have the the fox guarding the hen house where agencies submit their budget requests to ohms and then we get the budget requests through ohms. And then if we have questions about a particular line item, we go back to ohms who goes back to the agency to submit those questions. And so we don't have another entity looking into that. Yes, we have the state auditor's office, but a lot of what they're looking at is, you know, actions of maybe criminal intent or things like that, where money was spent the way it wasn't supposed to be. We need, we need something to make sure that tax dollars um, are, are being spent in the way that the legislature, the people that are accountable to the citizens of Oklahoma, directed that those dollars to be spent. In the House of Representatives, we're on the ballot every two years, and we go back home and constituents tell me their ideas on how to make the state better. And I've seen it before where I come to the state capitol with a bill that's going to improve things. But believe it or not, there are people that are dug in the trenches here in Oklahoma City who don't like change because they've been here for 30 plus years and um, the, the bureaucracy is oftentimes hard to fight. What they'll do is, is if you have a bill that they don't like, they'll say, oh, this has a fiscal impact of $30 million or something like that. And next thing you know, your bill's dead, dead on arrival because we don't have just an extra $30 million sitting around. Now with Loft, we have a check on that. So if an agency says a bill is going to cost $30 million, we can verify that that's actually going to be the case. What's next for Loft and the budget process? That's my closing question for Representative Hilbert. But first, did you know that Oklahoma physicians support an average of 11.7 jobs each, generate $1.9 million in average economic output, and contribute $13.4 billion to the state economy? The Oklahoma State Medical Association is committed to connecting our state's physicians with the matters that are most important to a healthy Oklahoma. Fostering quality care across our great state through education, public-private partnerships, and innovative solutions helps guide the mission towards creating a healthier Oklahoma. Discover more about Oklahoma's doctors at okmed.org. Now back with House A&B Vice Chairman Kyle Hilbert to tell us what's next in the budget process. The first thing we had to do was come up with rules between the House and Senate to um, direct what the new loft director will do. So before we hire someone, we want them to know the rules of the game before they get there. And so that was accomplished. And um, now we're in the process of trying to select a director and we, we've lowered down some candidates. We've had some, some good candidates apply. And once we select a director, it will be up to him or her to then fill out their agency. And, you know, it's important that we get a good person for this position because they're building this from the ground up. And certainly they don't don't have to come up with all the ideas. There's a lot of states in the union that have similar budget offices. And so we can cherry pick and steal from other states and, uh, you know, do what works there and 
add the Oklahoma flavor to it. I think we've got we have a positive trend, and especially if you look at our state savings where we're at right now, when the bottom fell out a few years ago of the state's economy, we had five hundred ninety-six million dollars in the rainy day fund. The following years, we had over two billion dollars of budget deficits over the next several sessions. Today, we're sitting at over $1.1 billion, um, whether in the rainy day fund or savings accounts for the state, which I think is incredibly um, important and something that that listeners should know is that we're one of the most solvent states in the union uh, because of that. And, you know, I've heard from constituents with concerns about state stockpiling tax dollars, but I I think it's, it's just something of being responsible and and self-aware as a state to know that we are an energy state and we have been for a very long time and we will continue to be for the foreseeable future and with that we're we're susceptible to the ups and downs of the energy sector and so we need to have that security to help us uh, make sure that we have a sustainable future with our state budget it's going to be a good session uh looking looking forward to it state of the state on monday and uh see what the governor has in mind as as he presents his proposed budget and then we'll go from there as a legislative branch and uh try to move the state forward for the citizens of oklahoma inside the house is a mitchell talks production follow us on twitter inside house okay and on facebook inside house okay